welcome in to episode 42 of The Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch, alongside Jeff Collab. And thanks for joining us as we uh, take another trip through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Uh, Jeff, I trust you've had a good week. It has been. It has been a pretty good week. We're waiting for potential ice storm tomorrow here in memphis so Mm -hmm. the city the the city lies in wait to be paralyzed (laughs) and some would say already paralyzed (laughs) does uh uh, does everybody go to the grocery to get the fixings for french toast in memphis (laughs) i think they go to the grocery to think to get basics to survive they're gonna gonna be locked in their houses for the foreseeable future like bread milk and eggs you gotta have them so you can make your french toast I guess so, um, but yeah, it's um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's gonna get in, it's almost seventy degrees today, and it's gonna be a low in the teens, I think, by Monday night. So I don't know. That's but you've got you're dealing with that up there too. So yeah, we were sixty four today. We're supposed to be fourteen tomorrow night, and then <laughs> down to two on Monday and zero on Wednesday. So you know, it's nice, but. It's nice. If you don't like the weather in Kentucky, stick around because it'll change in a couple days. That's right. Um, all right, so uh, we are celebrating an anniversary this week and next um, as we look back in, um, and go back in time. 21 years to um, one of my favorite tours, one that I like to, uh, to um, revisit this time uh, pretty much every year, and that is the Sit and Ski Tour through uh, the Mountain West in uh, January and February of 1996. And um, I guess the, uh, the anniversary of the first stop of that show will be, or that tour will be Thursday, and then um, they run through uh, Valentine's Day. So we're going to do two episodes on Sit and Ski this week and next. This week we are doing uh, my picks. Next week we're doing Jeff's. And um, so I can't wait to get to it. I picked a lot of music. You had to like scold me for the amount of music that I chose. So I had to like cut it in half. But I still have a lot. So we got to get to it. But um, uh, have you have you found anything? Uh, you know, what's new this week on your end? What have you what have you discovered in the world? Oh, outside of um, sit and ski. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Outside of 21-year-old recordings of Widespread Panic. How about a 40-year-old recording of a, uh episode of What's Happening? How about that? You that be good? you, Jeff. <laughs> Our friends at Jambase posted something that I tr- had not seen in years and truly love. They posted it today. Well, today's January 11th, but you'll be seeing it next week. But hopefully, it's still fi- you can still find it. It's the episode of What's Happening where Dwayne, Raj, and Rerun get busted bootlegging a Doobie Brothers concert. And it is one of a, one of those amazing artifacts of the 1970s. I love the fact that they did a whole episode around bootlegging a concert. And I love the fact that Dwayne, Raj, and Rerun all wanted to go see the Doobie Brothers, which is also pretty awesome. Um, it just shows the amazing crossover appeal of Michael McDonald. He's a timeless timeless and uh timeless legend of american music that just goes transcends race culture class whatever you want to say um and i hope people can understand can sense in my voice that i don't mean anything i really just said um 
But I will say that this clip is pretty amazing, and it's super fun, and it's just sort of one of those perfect little 1970s time capsule things. So I, I'll keep giving you random things for that happened 40 years ago when I get asked what I'm into this week because apparently I can't consume anything that's less than 40 years old. I did listen to the entire Nassau Coliseum run of the dead from mm. January 79 this week. That was my fun work listening. Um, so that was 30, 39 years ago. So that's good. 39 that's years making ago. Making progress. Making progress. That's a good, that's a great run of music. Um, and it's fun because I love, I, you know, as, as great as those soundboards are that are out there, it's fun to listen to some of those audio tapes, um, especially, you know, from the seventies and such. And it, th- there's a lot of crowd in it, but it's just really cool to listen to a show and like the band starts playing dark star and like people freak out. It's just you know, it's kind of cool. And, uh, but those are good shows. I think the, is it the ninth or the, was, I can't remember the ninth or the 10th. Maybe it's the 10th is the show with dark star. And then there's a, some pretty amazing, that, that's, that's a show with a really good shakedown street too. So those would be my two recommendations. So I'm sure you have something more contemporary to offer. Well, um, yeah, I guess, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend an album that popped up in my uh, my Apple Music recommendations, which I'd listened to before, but today, uh, this morning, uh, struck my fancy, and that's uh, the newest record from Trombone Shorty, uh, Parking Lot Symphony. And um, it's got two great covers. One is uh, Ain't No Use, which we'll hear tonight, and then um, an awesome cover of the Alan Toussaint classic, Her- uh, Here Come the Girls. So... Um, those are both worth listening to. The whole album's really good, but those are those are two of my favorites. So, uh, Parking Lot Symphony from uh, Trombone Shorty. All right. So, you chose the music this week, so why don't you get us started and tell us why you tell us about your first couple picks since they both took place the first two of the first three nights of the tour. Yeah, so um, as you know, I'm assuming that folks have a have a uh, a base knowledge of this tour, but I'll just for if there's anybody out there listening who doesn't, um, this was a uh, a short tour through the Mountain West in January and February of 1996, where the band sort of stripped things down. Um, JB, Mikey, and Schools were all seated. Um, JB and Schools, for the most part, played acoustic uh, instruments. Mikey played a little bit of acoustic, and we were going to play one of those sections here first. Um, but for the most part, just kind of played quiet electric guitar. Uh, lots of um, appearances from David Blackman on fiddle, uh, a few t- a few appearances from uh, Jerry Joseph, and um, lots of, you know, two and three night runs in different ski towns. And uh, so the idea was that they went and skied during the day and then played music at night uh, in these small little venues. So um, lots of really cool stuff. Um, happened during these shows and I know there are some people who are like sit and ski haters who I just I just don't get that at all I mean I, I don't know peg me as a uh I'll defend that you know forever because I just I love the sound <laughs> you can tell that they're really like getting down to the roots of the songs and kind of breaking some songs down to their base you know like different intros and segues and uh I really I really dig sit and ski I always Whenever I revisit it, I always find something new that I hadn't heard before. Why Why don't people like Sitinski? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's not like, uh, 
rocking enough or something, or maybe there's too much. Some people aren't really down with, with Blackman on fiddle maybe. And so, um, I don't know. Well, I, I, we'll have to, you know, shake those people out of the tree and get some feedback. But I, I feel like I've seen that on, on the uh, message boards before the people, a little bit of hate for the, uh, for the sit and ski. Well, the tour is, there's a little bit of everything. There's a little bit of something for everybody on the whole tour. I mean, the tour changes a lot. I mean, I think it evolves over time. I think, you know, we could talk about your selections after you play them, but just the difference between, um, the beginning and the end, the beginning and the end. I mean, the end of the tour is like a full fledged 96 show more, much more so, whereas the beginning is something that is more unique in terms of the sitting and the skiing and the acoustic and acoustic guitar and, and, you know, and a lot of solo JB, some solo JB stuff, some solo mic stuff, um, duo stuff. And then it changes and becomes, they could become more like standard shows. So, I mean, I, I guess I can see why, um, I'll talk, I'll talk about why I don't like a, well, there's one thing, uh, some things I don't like, but I'll save that for my episode. Yeah. Um, and maybe, I mean, they, they definitely dig deep into the catalog, but there is, I think a decent amount of repetition of this, you know, lots of the sort of standards that play well with acoustic, you know, come back pretty regular. Um, it's not maybe quite as many, you know, long last time plays during the tour, but mm-hmm. anyway, um, I'll let those folks defend their positions. I don't, I'm not going to do that <laughs> for them. Uh, so we're going to start things off tonight with two selections from, uh, they, they opened the tour with three nights at the Fox theater in Boulder, Colorado, um, January 18th, 19th and 20th. And, uh, so we are going to start, uh, start things off. They opened the whole tour with a, a JB solo, of uh glory and then um which was only i think the eighth time it was played and then uh and then after that that's where we'll pick it up from uh from january 18th and then uh we'll play um i would say a pretty famous section of music and that's the opener from january 20th the third night in boulder so um we'll uh hand it to the boys one thing to to note on this first section section uh, from the 18th is one of only really two pieces where uh, where Mikey's actually playing acoustic guitar. So um, most of the tour he's playing electric, but on this segment that we'll play first, uh, he's playing acoustic.
and funny tree Yes, I'm on the moon again A heavy earth exchange, a lighter breeze Got no comb and got no money Pair of tennis shoes, the last room Having a good time Time's awake Watching the sun shine Looking across my face Never the wrong time Time we stay in the moon time Time we the world go by working in the moon time bar and grill the work from earth my time is up here upon the moon the time stands still got no telecommunication cables hadn't gotten out this way And that's the way we pass a lunar day Having a good time Time's away Watching the sun shine Tipping on my face Never the wrong time Time we stay Living the moon time Time we play Living the moon to us but it's been a long time since we've been sitting down like this thank you very much for your warm reception all right everybody how about a big old ham for mr jerry joseph he's been a very large inspiration to us for many years out with us tonight, another gentleman, Mr. David Blackman. Gotta get a little something going here.
skip the show on the road Let the curtain take a bow I'm just a figurine, stagehand referees Guess up and come in and be there I can't believe you 
really stumble Lord, but I always knew you'd fall It seems so
First two selections of our tribute to the Sitinski tour of winter, 1996, uh, January 18th, 1996, at the Fox Theater in Boulder, Colorado, Takeout in Porch, and then the th- the final night of the three three night run in Boulder, uh, January 20th. Uh, let's get the show on the road into vacation into rock, and I was excited you picked this. I figured you were going to pick it. Because if you didn't, I was going to. Um, I think I said in a in a text to you that I think that the start of the 120 Boulder show, the Let's Get the Show on the Road Vacation Rock, is probably top five all time, three song segment opener. But upon listening to it again a couple times this week, the Let's Get the Show on the Road opener, I think, might be my favorite opener of all time. Mm just because it is so good in like every every aspect of it performance by everybody's good um it's sparse it's clean jb sounds amazing i think the version that's on panic stream right now is it a matrix that's up uh, i think so I'm not, I'm not sure um i had an audience of it and it's like pin drop quiet you know when jb is singing the chorus and um Blackman is just on point, like mm-hmm. playing fills and just yeah. hitting it. It's just, and then his solo is just so good. So it's again, Sweet Leaf, New Orleans, yes, but this is this is really good. This is quintessential Panic. This is to me what Sitinski is all about: is these three songs. Um, it is. There's. It is a Matrix on Panic Stream. Um, the this was, I think, the. F- well, maybe the Aspen show, but the 125 might have been the first sit and ski tape I ever heard. But I think this was maybe the second, and definitely was the one that like made me sort of fall in love with this tour. Um, I mean, the whole show is really just like so good from start to finish. Um, 
but yeah, you were right that the this this segment um, with I mean because it opens it's just JB and Blackman and then Mikey kind of comes in and just playing like so soft um, in the background and then uh, and then you get Vacation, which is um, you know they they brought back at Halloween in '95 and so then this is the the next time they played it and uh, you know we talked I think was it it was either the first or second episode where we where we played Vacation from Johnson City in '96, yeah. which was like the last one before they figured out that it was like a a cornerstone second set song like it was mm-hmm. they played in Johnson City they played in the first set in the middle and um, so it's interesting to to hear it here that it's really like they're not quite sure where vacation's supposed to be. And it's a, it's a pretty short and concise one. There's not much at the end. I mean, it's really good. It has the buildup, but it doesn't really like take off at the end. Um, mm-hmm. but it's great with, with Blackman and then, um, and then a great, uh, a great segue into rock, which is, uh, which is really good too. It's cool to hear the, the slide acoustic with JB. So, um, yeah, I love this segment. I've, I've listened to it a million times and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll it'll never, It'll never start getting old to me, I can't. I hope, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one that I probably put on, I don't know how many mixtapes mm-hmm. over the years, or CDs or whatever. A lot of, a lot of mixtapes. Um, this was a good thing to put on the mixtapes with the Dave Matthews for the girls in your dorm. Oh, right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, ja- um, and Jacko Pierce. <laughs> and Jacko Pierce. God, two weeks in a row <laughs> that we talked about Jacko Pierce. Um so yeah, these shows are great. We didn't choose anything from the nineteenth, although the nineteenth, I mean, is a good show too. And that, of course, features the only waiting for the wind to blow down the tree in my backyard, and then also has the uh, the first nobody's loss um, from the nineteenth, January nineteenth. So for better or for worse, the yeah. first nobody's loss. Um, and again, it's great that Blackman was with them for you know the start of the tour and then split and then came back for uh, to close it out towards the end too so those are that, those are good shows in boulder so we, we leave boulder and then we go over to over to up to down to i don't know uh, like, i think across like well i mean you, you go you, you're going you stay in the mountains so. you're going basically over the continental divide you know on the interstate and just just sort of past the past the the top and then uh, mm-hmm. and breckenridge is i think pretty short after that so and um, uh you go to Breckenridge for a, 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 another uh, two-night stand at the Ten Mile Room, and Harvey, I'll let you talk about this pick, and then we'll uh, play a little bit from the first night of Aspen after that too. Yeah. So um, again, the other the, the, like this is this is the opener from uh, January twenty second in Breckenridge, and I, I made six picks for this show, for this episode. Um, four of them are show openers. One is the second set opener. So, and I think you've got some openers too. It's like, they really were like, they were map. The openers are, are, are solid business. It's, it's, it's ski. So, um, this is the opener from uh, January 22nd in Breckenridge, Colorado. And then, uh, and then we'll actually play the closer second set closer from, uh, the first night in Aspen, which is January 25th. Uh-huh. 
Where the barstool's built for dreamers Oh, now they fit fine, fine All the ones whose dreams have died Oh, now they're only taking thirsty people though Oh, who've been pulling on their dreams From a glass it lies a far length wide When you drink their swim, the swimmers When those who swims have dried Well, you take another pull, take another pull, take another pull, take another pull Before you take a ride
but don't know what anybody said. Babies don't know words people use. No, babies don't know any words yet. Loud babies haven't learned any words yet. Only know what people feel. Only know what people feel. Babies can only read what people feel. People only talk stuff, talking in words and thinking in words we already used to talk. Mm, music doesn't know any words either. Only cares what people feel. Only cares what people feel. Only cares what people feel. Well, the first time. Ever I saw you Where you were sleeping As the night fell Fell upon us And my soul felt something like a mighty wind Oh, voice like many waters Lord, surprise attack on my heart Oh, freed my soul Oh, it made me whole Well, it's a high, long way to heaven Well, and none can go up there but the pure heart in said it's a highway to heaven Oh, none can go up there Oh, but the pure heart in The first time Oh, ever I saw you you were sleeping as the night fell, fell upon us. And my soul felt something like a mighty wind, voice like many waters. Surprise attack on my heart. Short folks migrate up to the front row. 
All the tall folks go to the back.
listened to that golden sound And there we were on the sunset strip Playing songs for the highest bid friend Jerry Joseph. Play a few tunes. Climb to safety, ladies and gentlemen. 
control Sure, at least you wonder And where your ticket goes Scream at the conductor He's been there for 20 years Hear the other people clapping As he grinds through every gear Go to grab your nerve, you find that it's been missing Seems you lost your faith in everyone you know Well, I certainly hope that you don't plan on winning Best stop paying more attention to the ones that throw you clear You are seconds from the impact, you're moving way too slow
Widespread Panic from Sitinski, January 1996. Uh, the first segment you heard was January 22nd, 1996, the 10 Mile Room in Breckenridge, Colorado. Uh, the opener, a solo JB, uh, Barstools and Dreamers, uh, followed by probably the what the longest Highway to Heaven um, that that the band did, and that is the somewhat obscure. I guess it's not even a B-side. 
um, Al Green song, Highway to Heaven, recorded, I think, about 1976 in Willie Mitchell's Royal Studios, just down the street from where I work at the Stacks Museum of American Soul Music, literally down the road, about a mile, take a left, go down Willie Mitchell Boulevard, it's about five blocks down on the left, uh, it's an old movie theater, um, it's not open for tours, but, you know, you should stop by sometime, and, um, but it's an amazing place. Uh, the most acoustically perfect room I've ever been in my life is Royal Studios, where Al Green recorded that song, Highway to Heaven. Followed by Don't Be Denied, with the, the band and David Blackman on, on fiddle. And again, just amazing three-song opening set for this, back-to-back nights. Pretty incredible. And then January 25th, 1996, Aspen, Colorado, the Wheeler Opera House, climbed to safety into chilly water and with their good friend Jerry Joseph. So, um, every, according to Everyday Companion, this is the only Highway to Heaven. I know there have been plenty of Highway to Heaven raps, but this is the only full song Highway to Heaven, um, and the first time it appears. So, mm-hmm. uh, I um, I did. There's a couple stories with the, with this shit, like tape, I guess for me. One was the first time I got it from a guy. Uh, it was like a first generation analog tape off his dad. And he like handed it to me and he was like, man, this don't be denied is so hot. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. And, uh, man, it's like, that's almost like truer words never spoken. Just <laughs> so good. And, um, and then later, you know, several years later, I, I did a matrix of this. So like, I don't know if you, if you've ever done a matrix, I mean, you are like, you're living in this show for like a week, or at least I was, you know, I mean, you're listening to every song, like every checking every, you know, five seconds to make sure that, Oh, well, this bit is, you got to move this over a little bit and line it up. And, you know, I mean, you're just like eat, sleep, breathe the show. And so I knew this, I know this show backwards and forwards. And, uh, so it holds a special place and, um, there's good stuff throughout, but this opening segment is fantastic. Um, the other thing that stands out to me and I hadn't really until like this past few weeks when I've been, when I've sort of done a re-listen, um, but there's several songs in the second set where there are like really interesting alternate intro, like open, like intros to the song. So like the Fishwater opens with, uh, Jojo on clavinet, like just that's it which is kind of a really cool start to Fishwater. Um, the better off is, uh, like just schools on bass, like leading the, like the better off lick for, you know, five or 10 seconds. And then, um, diner starts with Jojo on piano. And, um, and I wrote down disco too. I forget what the, what the, what that part was, but all four of them had like non-traditional starting points, which is, that almost seems like that was a, uh, you know, they did that. There was intention to that, right? I mean, that you would do that for four songs, uh, you know, out of eight in one show. Mm-hmm. Doing a bit of workshopping, I guess, in front of a intimate audience. Yeah. Uh, out in Breckenridge. And I don't know that they any, you know, they ever did any of those things again i mean i certainly never heard a fishwater opener like that and um and probably not a better off either so um definitely seek those out if you haven't 
if you haven't listened to the second set of this January 22nd, one twenty two ninety six show. And then, um, and then after that, I played the closer from, or we played the closer from uh, January 25th in Aspen, which I think, like I said earlier this week, uh, was the first Sitinski um, show that I had. And um, it's got some really interesting stuff too. You know, it's got the uh, Baby Let Me Hold Your Hand and um, a great show on the road, Hatfield opener in the first set. And um, so, but the piece that I love is the end of the second set, which is, uh, so it was, it was the second Climb to Safety. The first one was Climb to Safety, uh, Chainsaw City from, from 120. But they do it again here on uh, on 125 with Jerry Joseph, and uh, I don't know what it is. But I just I love these these versions of Climb to Safety with Jerry. I think part of it is um, Jerry on acoustic like brings lots of energy, and then um, as much as I love JB singing Climb to Safety, I think I love him singing the backing vocals even better. Like, you know, normally when a band plays it, it's like he's singing the lead and Schools sings the backing. But I think I might even like it better here where JB gets to, to sing the backing backing parts. Um, I don't know, just like really, really high energy, I think. And then um, and then a cool chilly water where they, uh, they do sort of a uh, kind of a mellow uh, drum intro and then... Um, and then it starts with the acoustic instead of like traditionally chili starts with either either ba- like the bass line or just the whole band with the like screaming guitar and uh here it's just like the acoustic playing the rhythm part of chili before the whole band kicks in i really dig that and then there's a nice uh nice little mini drums breakdown in the middle of, of chili here so um i think this is a this is a uh this is a nice segment here from from one twenty five ninety six. All right, so we have two more two more to go. And Harvey, do you have anything? Yeah, I'll let I'll let you introduce your your last two here. And, uh... Sure. Yeah. So um, I did. So if you see how you know these are all working, I'm, I'm do, I do I guess like the first sections from the first three runs, and then and then I'm going to jump to the end of the tour and play sections from the last two runs of the tour. And then Jeff is going to take all of the middle, basically. So um, we, we spread it out. But uh, So we're going to jump to, uh, I guess this is the third to last show of the tour. It's the, the second of two nights in uh, Steamboat Springs, uh, February 11th, 1996. Uh, and we're going to play the opener from the second set. And then to close things out, we're going to play... Uh, the opener from the very last show of the tour in Crested Butte, and that is uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, and uh, and like I said, it's the opener of that show. So um, we'll kick things off in Steamboat Springs. <laughs> Really the killer, he couldn't wait 
Strolling down the street, juggling keys to a small red car. Bugs and butterflies fly close like she's some Disney movie star. Seven homes and loneliness, ten big leaves left us dry. Since piggies left us dry, 
Alright, our last segment of the evening, uh, February 11th, 1996, at the Sheraton Ballroom in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, Conrad into Roberta into Way to the World, and then we close it out with the final night of the tour, February 14th, 1996, the Gothic Cafeteria at Crested Butte, um, starting off the, the show strong with Postcard into ain't, It Ain't No Use into Tallboy. So, um, first things first, the February 11th show in Steamboat Springs um, is a really great show. There's lots of cool stuff. I mean, it's a chilly water opener. You get a sleepy monkey after that. Um, you know, David Blackman's playing Papa's Hatfield drums, Papa's to close the first set. Um, and then they start the second set off, which we just heard with Conrad, Rebirth, and Way to the World. And I mean, to be honest, the uh, the start of that Conrad is like one of my favorite, my absolute favorite moments of like Panic, for whatever reason. But like when JB like strums the acoustic after Mikey like plays a little Conrad intro, is like just goosebumps every time. I just I just love it. It's just me. It's like it's to me. It's like JB hits that and it's like like it's on at that point, right? Like it means business. Um, it's so good. And then a um, great Roberta and a fantastic segue into Way to the World, um, which has kind of a good groove to it. And, uh, and again, you get uh, JB on the, on the slide, which is cool. And then, um, and then two nights later in the closing, uh, closing segment. Oh, also something to mention from this 211 show uh, later in the second set, uh, Take Out, Proving Ground, Orange Blossom, Proving Ground Port Song is very, very much worth your while to listen to. Great stuff with uh, with Mr. Blackman there, and um, and then we go to the last show of the tour, which is the Valentine's Day in um, in Crested Butte, and uh, again, I think this is a great show from start to finish. And we play the first three songs, which um, I think honestly is like one of the better three song segments as far as like playing goes that that the band has and uh, so it's postcard ain't no use tall boy and uh, love a postcard opener and the, the ain't no use is just like all over the place so many peaks and valleys it's fantastic and then even the tall boy you can just tell the band and the crowd are just like in lockstep as they open the show here um, and they're just sort of letting it all hang out the last show of the tour it uh the set list um set list construction these last four shows is really pretty impressive um one of the uh, i'm going to play a version of it ain't no use next week um they played that song a lot on this tour uh-huh. <laughs> they were really giving it a workout and all the versions are really great yeah. but um if you just look at the set list from the shows in steamboat and then the shows in crested butte there's some things that really stick out it's sort of the you know the whole well, we got to slow this thing down. We got to bring it. We got to bring them back to earth here for a minute. Otherwise, it really could get out of hand. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think there's right after you play your con, you, you know, you, your pick, the Conrad Worth Away to the World, and Avis Dream Song. Right. You know, right after that, a mid set dream song, fifth song mm-hmm. in a set dream song, mm-hmm. which is really an odd placement. Um, and then a Legba, and then a Nobody's Loss, and then a Takeout, and then we're going to bring you back up with Proving Orange Blossom, Proving Porch. Um, the Crested Butte shows, though, are really kind of crazy. 
the first set of the second of the first the first set of the first night crack and whistle only crack and whistle stone me vacation traveling light jack please pusher man holden galleon makes sense that's the first set that's almost like okay a, do they throw the songs up in the air and sort of wherever they land that's the that's the set list i mean i mean there's like you, every tour you get a show that's kind of a set list dump right that is sort of like it's getting towards the end let's just play all the stuff that we haven't played yet but this is like successive nights of right. set list dumping it's amazing and then the second, and then the second set that night, you know, eight life grand opener, and then lowrider, lean pilgrims, can't find my way home, B of D, right? You know, yeah. what is that? <laughs> yeah, but Mid-set. then the last night, the last night is even to me is just is the one that is even crazier because it's the opening segment, which is you're right, is really just great. Um, and then again, you get down the low peak, you get the low valley with. Pick pieces, can't get high, and then back up. You got yours, chili closer. And then the oh, second you set. You forgot the, city, the first set, City of Dreams, there, too. First set, City of Dreams. <laughs> and then the second set, Baby Let Me Hold Your Hand opener, which they you know played for the first time on this tour. Uh, Wrangler, No Sugar, Last Straw, Nobody's Loss, Porch, Gilded, Tire Shoes, and then an end of the show, a very a rare and non-encore end of mm-hmm. the show, at that time, the first two times they played it, it was in the middle of the set, and then this was the only time it wasn't in an encore until I think '99, maybe, um, and the only time it wasn't in the closing spot until like '02. So that's, I mean, just yes, a setlist dump. Let's just play all the stuff we like, and everybody else kind of wants to hear, haven't heard, you know, since the beginning of the tour. So it's sort of like it's the dream scenario when you do a run of shows like this. And, you know, I'm sure there were folks that did all of them or, you know, did the first chunk or the last chunk. Like that's crazy. It's just, it's one of, it's one of those times when it's like, yep, this is my band. This is what they do. <laughs> well, and, you know, and like you mentioned, it's cool to see that the, um, the, the transition between the start of the tour and the end of the tour and what they were trying to accomplish you know, you can tell that first show, they're really like, you know, let's try this. It's almost like they're like, oh, let's try this acoustic thing out. And then they're like two nights later, they're like, yeah, you know, let's just start to plug in a little bit more. And then by the time they get here, Crested Butte, it's really, it's almost like a full-blown, you know, rock concert. It's sort of, I don't know if you, did you ever see the Truckers on when they, when they did the Dirt Underneath I did, I did tour? not, like, no. So I guess it's, God, 10 years ago now, but. But that always struck me as like, you know, Trekkers are going to do an acoustic tour. And they came out and they sat and Patterson looked pained (laughs) so that he had to sit like he was just full. I mean, he was ready for the rock show and yet couldn't do the rock show. And it looked like he was just like stuck to his chair. And, you know, I I mean, those shows were good, but it's not the rock show. This is kind of the same thing. It's sort of those. I think that's what makes those the first the Boulder shows and the Breckenridge shows so good and so special is that they are kind of their own thing. Like that didn't happen any other time um, for this band. So and that's that's why they're good and that's why we played them. And I hope you all enjoyed them too. Yeah. So um, so thanks for joining us. To, uh, check us out on the World Wide Web, bluesttape.com. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, interact like to hear comments and um we will uh we'll close things out uh this week with a with a panic cover by the original artist and um this week we will play um what we heard from 12296 and that is uh the great song don't be denied from mr neil young
Play. 